Moving Iron Podcast is proud to be part of the Global Ag Network. The network is live, so check out globalagnetwork.com for more details and updates. Now on to the show. Moving Iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving Iron time and time again. Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast Tax News with Glenn Birnbaum. Glenn, how are you doing today? Hey, good, KC. Well, it's uh, it's May uh, officially here. We're about uh, what three days into May, and it's uh, it's raining everywhere, and rain, rain, and, rain. and sounds like where you're at, there's a significant amount of rain. Yeah, quite a bit. You know, my dad, we haven't haven't planted anything yet. Um, worked a few fields, but yeah, nothing. But yeah, most most people have not done much here in central Illinois. So it's rivers rising, and yeah, I think we're scheduled for a decent rain next next Tuesday. So you know, it's most people are thinking next week's probably going to be out. So. Yeah. So. Probably it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough spring, man. There's there's lots of stuff going on, lots of field work needs to get done, lots of plants still needs to get done. But it's amazing yeah. what they can do in a little bit of time. So uh, we'll we'll have right. to see how it shakes out. Yeah. All right. Before we got started, you were talking about tax refunds and the mm-hmm. stuff and how you can apply that back to um, your quarterly taxes if you pay quarterly taxes, and yeah. and then you also read a report that. Tax refunds were down a little bit. You thought there might be a bit of a correlation between the two. Yeah, you know, it's it's something that I wasn't super familiar with, you know, but um, I know there's statistics that are, you know, the IRS publishes on the average refund. And I think the average refund was around $2,700. Maybe, I forget, maybe $100 less than last year, something like that. So, you know, not a big deal, but I think about a percent and a half down average refund. Um but it kind of got me thinking, well, what do we mean by a refund? Um, and so, you know, I thought that, well, it would be equal to the overpayment. You know, if you're, if you're overpaid on your tax return, that is a refund, whether you actually elect to receive the money or whether you elect to apply it to, you know, next year's tax liability. Right. That's, right. you know, I thought an overpayment was a refund. Um, in doing a little investigation, um, had a little help on this one. Uh, they, they talked to the IRS and the IRS said, no, it's actually just money that's actually, you know, returned back to the taxpayers. So what does this mean? Well, what it means is if you're a taxpayer that has, you know, quarterly tax estimates, uh, you know, self-employed person, you know, a business owner, right? Um, many times you will, if you do have an overpayment, you'll probably elect to, you know, apply some of that overpayment to the first quarter tax estimate because it's due the exact same day. It's due April 15th. And so if that happens, if you have a, you know, a $10,000 refund and you elect to apply that entire amount to your first quarter tax estimate, you have zero refund and you're, you would be a zero, you know, in the statistic for the IRS, you would be a zero. So what it kind of tells me is that, you know, this refund data is really like for your standard W-2 employee person, and it really isn't a meaningful statistic for somebody that's paying quarterly tax estimates. 
And if you might remember this, you know, the 199A, the 20% deduction really isn't for a W-2 wage person. You don't get anything. It's for that business income. So I think it's going to be pretty hard to really even do any meaningful data analysis on this because um, I even was talking to a, a professor here in Peoria about it. You know, he said, well, that, that'd be real hard, you know, to, you would think it would be, hey, an overpayment is a refund, but it's not. So even if you have a $10,000 refund, you elect to apply, you know, $9,000 of that and you get a refund of a thousand, right? Then in the statistics, it's going to say, hey, you know, you were a taxpayer that got a thousand dollar refund. So kind of makes some of that data kind of, kind of, you know, not real pure, right? Because it's yeah. it's all subject to what you elect to do with the overpayment. So that doesn't make well, yeah. That's just that's a worthless st- statistic because, yeah. I mean, really, if you think about it, you're you're talking to you're you're saying that well, yeah, you got a ten thousand dollar refund, and yep. you decided to put a thousand, like you said, nine thousand bucks or all of it or whatever it is, yeah, and you just reapply it back. It doesn't. Excuse right. the excuse the system. So yeah, it's kind of that's yeah. kind of a strange statistic they keep track of that really is yeah. worthless. I mean, it's I guess they've been keeping it that way, you know, keeping track of that it that way for a while. But it's because you know the other thing we were thinking about is there was more personal tax returns extended as a general rule of thumb than there were last year, right? For some of these rules that we're not sure about. So right. a lot of times, what you do actually in almost all cases, you know, again, they're probably a business owner. And so you've got to make your first quarter tax estimate as well, right? You got to pay what you think you owe and then make your first quarter tax estimate. And you generally would do that um, in one payment and you would make it, you'd make an extension payment for that full amount. Right. Basically guaranteeing that you're going to have a large reef overpayment, not a refund, a large overpayment just in case something happened. Right. Cause knowing okay. that, Hey, this big overpayment will get applied to the first quarter. So Actually, if they did use overpayment, this is actually where I was going when I initially had talked to this person is, you know, if you did that deliberately to make yourself have an inflated overpayment, that would skew the data the other way. Right. Um, so, you know, data, it's like a well, liar's figure or whatever it is, you know, you know, it's, it's just statistics, but, but it kind of tells me not to place a whole lot of weight on probably the impact of tax reform on the, on the refund data. Cause the other thing, Casey, you know, that was pretty much in the press quite a bit was that the IRS changed the withholding tables during the year last year. And so basically people were getting their refunds back gradually with each paycheck. Right. And right. so then when people filed their 2018 returns, you know, some people are like, well, I didn't I, my refund didn't go up. You know, why did my refund go up? Well, you your tax liability went down, but you just you just got it back, you know, throughout the year. So this right. this refund data is pretty. Um, it's not really the best thing to look at. It's to worthless. Judge, you know, your, your tax situation. Yeah, it's really not. It's kind of worthless data, right? Yeah. I mean, there's too many, too many variables figured into it that yeah. that make it make it right. very skewed. So yeah. But yeah, some you know acad- academic person that's trying to make this their thesis or whatever. You know, it's going to be going to be hard to really make any meaningful correlation with it because mm-hmm. the longer that returns get, the more returns that get extended, and the longer that you um, if you have a big overpayment, right, maybe because of the 20% deduction, right, let's say you paid tax based on 2017's tax liability. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm going to get this 20% deduction, so I'm just going to, you know, not chance it. So you've got a big overpayment maybe there because, you know, hey, instead of having taxable income of, you know, 
a million dollars, you only have taxable income of 800,000, right? But the longer that you go and you extend that return and you elect to apply that overpayment to the first quarter estimate, maybe because we don't still don't know the rules, we'll apply it to the second quarter, June 15th, right? You're actually not going to see that come back to you in the form of a refund. So yeah, it just, it just makes it pretty, pretty sketchy, the whole statistics that the IRS is putting out. So yeah. Well, good stuff, Glenn. There's uh, a reason, another reason not to yeah. listen to the data that's coming from the IRS. Yeah. Hmm. But if you are somebody, I mean, we have a few people that really do, you know, they like to have that refund, right? They like to use that as like a way to force savings. We have a few people that do this, you know. What you basically have to do is possibly, you know, change your withholdings back to the way they were, right? Okay, just, you know, just, just take more money out of your paycheck, right? <laughs> every, every week, every month, and then you'll get it back in April. I mean, it's kind of a weird thing, but... But uh, anyway, if somebody wants to do that, just send it to me and I'll hold your money yeah, for a year and exactly. I'll pay you any interest. Yep. Now you're thinking. <clears throat> right on. Okay. Yep. All right, Glenn. Now let's shift over to this. So 199A, the grain glitch thing, we talk about that a lot on here. And yep. they were supposed to have had some level of explanation or some further guidance on, on yep. what to do with that moving forward here and yep. where are we at on that and what does that look like uh, here's, you know, the next 30 here's days what I'm here. pretty sure is going to happen. Um, basically, in early April, it went to um, this OMB, the, it's a second review of the proposed regulation. So it's been about 30 days and they're supposed to return it in 30 days. Maybe they may have like one day left. But I'm going to be on vacation next week, Casey. So I'm pretty sure what's going to happen is these regulations are going to get released next week. Yep. They're going to be, you know, 300 pages or something. And so mm -hmm. I'm going to have to decide whether I'm going to read them or not. So I'd be pretty sure they're going to get released next week, maybe. Um, I tried calling somebody at the Treasury yesterday, and they're like, well, yeah, you know, I they were in charge of drafting them, but she didn't have any idea about when they were going to be released. But um, probably, probably going to be next week, just, you know, when I'm on vacation. So, yeah. Well, think about how exciting that'll be on your vacation yeah. that you get to read 200 right. pages of, of mm -hmm. awesome tax law. I, I can't imagine how riveting that would be. There you go. Yep. Yep. <laughs> A lot of stuff going on there. All right. So Glenn has been kind enough that if you want to hit him up on Twitter or follow up on the feed that we've got when I post this to uh, ask some questions and he'll respond to those. So if you have any tax questions or uh, any uh, just general questions about yeah. anything we've talked about man hit him up ideas for you know future shows or whatever mm -hmm. because yeah well, there's going to be some guidance coming out but um if there's definitely you know pressing questions we can try to address them on upcoming upcoming episodes so outstanding yeah. well glenn enjoy your enjoy your uh, vacation and between now and the end of the day if somebody wanted to reach out to you and and uh ask you a question how would they do that yeah, it's best to call me here at the office at Heinold Banward. It's our number, 309-694-4251. Um, always, you know, look me up on Twitter as well, at Glenn Burnbaum is my handle. Right on. Good stuff there, folks. Make sure you follow Glenn. He's always got, uh, when we post this, there's a few uh, few tax folks that jump in there and, and weigh in on stuff. So a lot of good information there, uh, help you run your business or do a little tax planning. So, um Make sure you consult your tax advisor, but uh, for the most part, Glenn is the uh, is the man, the myth, the legend there. So, there you go. Glenn, take care of yourself. Enjoy your vacation. We'll talk to you again in a couple weeks.
All right, Casey. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Moving Iron Podcast, now part of the Global Ag Network. If you'd like to continue any of these conversations, you can hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Moving Iron LLC. You can also send me an email at Moving Iron Podcast at movingironpodcast.com. You can also visit the Moving Iron Podcast YouTube channel and watch Market Roundup with Chip Mellinger, Sean Hackett, and Angie Setzer. Also, Tax News with Glenn Birnbaum. Please visit movingironllc.com. Here you can find information, details, and updates for the 2019 Moving Iron Summit in Nashville, Tennessee. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can leave a review and subscribe at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, and globalagnetwork.com. So until next time, let's go move some iron. This is Casey Seymour. Out. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people.